Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine radio show. The show that harkens back to the days of jocularity, frivolity, and gaiety. Now, I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Yes, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly pipe smoking broadcast. And I'm your host, Brian Levine. And on tonight's show in Pipe Parts, we have the return of the Ask the Pipe Maker segment with Jeff Grasick. And then my guest from France is Richard Fairbear, who is the founder and owner-creator of Pipe phil.eu and i got to chat with uh, richard a couple days ago and recorded it for you and then we'll have uh, music mailbag and rant uh, well not so much of a rant but all that coming up on this week's episode of the pipes magazine radio show and remember you must be of legal smoking age wherever you are in order to listen to this fine show so if you're not move somewhere else and then uh, you'll be able to listen to it uh, and also, please uh, check out, uh, I'm, we're doing uh, extra bonus shows on Friday, and they're called Food for Thought. Uh, the first two have been about uh, movies, and then drums with John Ferraro. And then this Friday, coming up, will be uh, my friend and pipe maker Jody Davis talking about homebrewing. So we've got all that, just some uh, some extra extra programming for you maybe to uh, create a little uh, thought in your head and yeah maybe give you something to think about and maybe do some research into um anyway those are coming out on fridays we'll keep doing those for for the time being and until uh, you know probably until i run out of stuff so there you go check out the friday shows um if you are on uh, if you're not on apple podcast or itunes please sign up for itunes and leave us a rating and a review there that would be much appreciated that is the best way to help the pipes magazine radio show also uh, jdrf auction items if you have anything that you would like to donate you know as soon as the world turns back to normal we will run those auctions so please email me, brian at pipesmagazine.com, with anything that you may have. All right, let's get the show rolling. So everybody sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in, and here we go. There's nothing quite like hunting at dawn or smoking my genuine Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipe, an American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. Check them out at corncobpipe.com. And we are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show with another Ask the Pipe Maker segment. Uh, we are back with Jeff Grasick, the maker of J. Allen Pipes, Allen Brother Pipes, and one darn fine pretty cup of coffee, Jeff Welcome back. Good to see you. Hey, thanks for having me, Brian. All right. So as you remember, I had uh, computer problems back in November, and I lost some of the uh, some of the stuff that we had already recorded. So if for some reason this sounds like I've abs- I've duplicated it or something, I apologize. But we're we're just going to go with these questions that I've got. And uh, the first one for this week 
comes from uh, my friend Ed Graves, who makes uh, dark-fired leather and uh, makes my uh, cool-looking pipe bag. And Anyway, great guy. Talented maker, too, of leather goods. So, uh, he says, Hi, Brian. Uh, thanks for taking the time to chat with me at the West Coast Pipe Show. I mentioned I had a question for you to ask Jeff when you do another Ask the Pipe Maker segment. I'd love to know more about oil curing the briar. Uh-oh. We're going into deep waters here, Jeff. Are you ready? Ooh, this is dangerous territory. Is this, And his questions are, is this something a lot of pipe makers do? Is it done before or after the carving is done? Is its only purpose to speed up the break-in time of a pipe, or are there multiple reasons for doing it? We'll, we'll stop there because the rest of it's, uh, you know, the, the rest of it's stuff. Well, he says, I know tech, I, he, he goes on to say, I know the techniques seem to be a closely guarded secret. If Jeff could explain as much as he's comfortable with explaining how it's done and why it's done, I'd greatly appreciate it. So there we go. All right. Uh, so his first question is, is this something a lot of pipe makers do? Do they oil cure or somehow magically cure in secret sauce the the briar once they buy it? Uh, barbecue sauce is the way to do it. Mm. And it depends on the area of the country that you're in, what you consider to be barbecue sauce, whether it's ketchup-based or vinegar. Got it. Or if you're in San right. Diego, would it be like a picante or maybe a salsa? It would be Baja style, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you want that little bit of bite. Uh, no, no. The, the the answer to the question is no. Most pipe makers don't do this. And is that because a lot of the briar cutters are doing some sort of curing to the to the 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 blocks before you get them? All right. So I come to pipe making after a long, long. I, I come to all of this as someone who has is benefiting from all the experience of the pipe makers who came before me, yeah. as each of us does. And a lot of those pipe makers have, have treaded in this territory before I have. They've learned whether oil curing or air curing or water curing or whatever it is. They've learned how to gain benefits from these things. Well, the reason that all these people are doing this curing is because briar cutters were not treating the briar properly. They were trying to get it to the pipe maker as quickly as possible because, you know, profit. Yeah. So as I understand it, and I could very well be wrong, but as I understand it, the oil curing that Dunhill was doing back in the day was done because they were buying inexpensive briar and they were getting it to them very quickly after it was harvested and the oil helped drive out the moisture that was in the blocks and also the tannins that the moisture was there for. Well, now our briar cutters are doing this curing for us. They're not doing it with oil. They're doing it with water. They're boiling the blocks of briar for 24 hours in some cases, changing the water throughout the boil. And the whole point of this curing process is to remove the tannins from the wood, the natural yeah. oils that taste really, really bad when the pipe is used if it hasn't had this done. The oil that people like uh, or, or people who are attracted to oil curing generally are doing so because they have had good experiences with these old oil cured Dunhills and they smoke great, they say, and I have no reason to doubt them. 
Well, that's because if they hadn't been oil cured, they would have tasted awful. <laughs> so, so they but were now uh, we don't need to because the briar is cured properly when it gets to us. So, and that's probably also one of the reasons why a block of briar that you're buying now is, you know, sometimes 20 to 30 times more expensive than what Dunhill was paying for the same block of briar, maybe even just 40 years ago. Right. Uh, even if you're adjusting for inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that, so that's why you're more careful with it. Um, yeah. So we're paying more so that we have to do less when it comes in. Yeah. And frankly, I'm grateful I don't have to, you know, futz around with all of this curing stuff because I don't have room in my California workshop <laughs> yeah. for space for the equipment necessary. Yeah. Now, I, I will say that there are some pipe makers who do it and swear by it, and I have no reason to argue with their experience. Yeah, that's their process, and they do mm -hmm. their thing. Do you know, um, do they do it before they phrase the bowl, or do they do it after they phrase the bowl? Are, are you talking about the... The pipe makers uh, that... The, 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 the pipe makers, before they, it, as I understand it, they do it after they have shaped and drilled the bowls. And I okay. think it's, it's, there's a preliminary drilling. So they're, it's not the final size because when you cure in this way, whether I were to boil it in water or apply an oil treatment to the briar, that would distort the dimensions of the pipe. It would cause the wood to warp somewhat and you can't have the final size mortis because it will end up an oval or something yeah but at the same time if you do some preliminary drillings then you're getting in <coughs> and oil curing the inside of the bowl the inside of the block as well right and i think that's what a lot of the the pipe makers like to i mean you you the reason you want to oil cure the inside the one reason you would want to do it after you drill it is it'll take less time you have a lot more surface area that will be exposed to the oil. Yep. So it will extract the moisture and the yucky stuff more quickly. Let me, uh, let me add on to his question a little bit here and ask you, do you think in, in your, in your expert opinion, which you are the leading expert on, um, <laughs> do you I don't know. do the blocks or the, or the pipes at that point is, is oil curing a possible time when you could discover any flaws in the in the block itself and maybe destroy a pipe? I mean, if you're talking about aesthetic flaws, things like sand pits or things like that, if it's hidden under the surface of the wood, you won't really find it by oil curing. I think there might be an exception to that, but you would discover that anyway. So if there's a large cavity that's hidden under a thin layer of briar, you'll see that just because of the way that the moisture would come out of that area. It would look like a wet spot on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> or if there's a big fissure in there, you pull the pipe out and there's a stem on one side. and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That happens. Hey, have yeah. you seen my pipe that I smoke at shows sometimes that had the branch growing through it and I pulled the branch out and made a little briar peg for it? Um, no. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I use it as an example. Well, I use it not only because it's a novelty. Uh, it's not often you see a pipe that has a... Uh, a pin sticking out of the bottom, like a guitar peg that holds your <laughs> string in place. Yeah. But I do it to show people 
that you have to work very hard to burn out a pipe because I have been smoking this pipe for 10 years with a hole in the bottom <laughs> and it has never burned out. And we've talked in previous uh previous segments with you about how you are an abusive smoker that will just shove whatever tobacco happens to be the one you want to smoke at that time right into the pipe and light it up and chew Whatever's on Whatever's in the dustpan from the floor. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Well, that answers, uh, that, answers that question. So, uh, again, Jeff, uh, J. Allen Pipes, Jeff Grasick, thank you very much. Absolutely. We'll be back in just a minute. This is Internet Radio. The Carolinas and the tobacco tradition have been woven together generation after generation. From the Blue Ridge Mountains to the coastal low country, it's an integral part of our culture and heritage, building our beautiful tapestry. Cornell and Deal is proud to blend our pipe tobaccos in the Carolinas. Our history with tobacco dates back to the mid-1800s, and in that time, we've perfected a variety of blends. The Carolinas have given us the perfect backdrop to do just that. Whether you're a fan of the rich Virginias, bold Latakias, spicy Periques, or unique aromatics, we've got a tobacco that's just right for your discerning taste buds. At Cornell and Deal, we live all things pipe tobacco, blending it, smoking it, and enjoying the company of those who share our excitement, tobacco. It's what we do. Stop by CornellAndDeal.com. Welcome back to the Pipes Magazine radio show. And I am very excited for my guest to come on. Uh, my guest is the, uh, the founder and creator of the website Pipefill.eu, P-I-P-E-P-H-I-L.eu which I have mentioned numerous times on the show. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm excited to have him here. So from uh, Strasbourg, France, please welcome Richard Ferber to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Hi, everybody. Hi, the States. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm now in France. We are confined and uh, we have all the time to discuss. Yeah. So please tell please tell us at at the beginning where did you where are you from originally and where did you did you go to school for a trade? Oh, I well I, I was born in Strasbourg. Strasbourg is at the border of uh, the German at the German border, and I was born here, and I always lived here, of course. For professional reasons, I had to sometimes to go in other regions, but it's my it's my basis. It's yeah. the, the the place where I live, where I studied, and and where I worked because now I'm retired. And and when did how did pipes become a hobby for you, or when did you become interested in pipes and pipe smoking? Well, I. I was interested in pipes at 16, 17 years old when a friend of mine showed me this marvelous wooden object 
secretly, of course, because it was completely forbidden to smoke at home. <laughs> and uh, but a month later, I went into into a tobacco shop, and with my own money, I bought my first pipe. I remember it was a, a little French pipe, and still this moment, moment I always. Uh, preferred the little pipes, I mean pipes with a little furnace, you see. I was completely, at this time I was fascinated, but after this, I, I always continued to smoke pipe, but uh, mostly cigarettes. I went back to pipes exclusively, is that right? Yeah. Exclusivement, exclusively. Yeah. Uh, when I was about 30, 35. And uh, I stopped smoking cigarettes at this time. And that, that in, in France, it is very common for a, for a man to smoke, to smoke cigarettes at that time. Uh, it was much more the fashion than maybe, say, a pipe was. Well, uh, well, it's the same thing in, in the States than in France. The pipes declined uh, in the, after in the 70s, let's say in the 70s, and the, the two, well, people, people used to, more, to smoke more cigarettes than pipes yeah. uh, at this time. But uh, I came back to pipes because I was... I don't know. It's it's les vieilles amours. We we say in French the the, the older loves. Yeah. You come back to older loves. You see, but I, I stopped with cigarette uh, today. From time to time, I smoke a cigarette when my son offers me one. But uh, I smoke mostly pipes and i think i smoked too much pipes <laughs> when uh, when you came back to pipes uh what was the what were your favorite pipe tobaccos when you when you came back to the pipes yes uh that's a good question because uh, i i used to smoke always the same tobacco uh, for years, and it's the same tobacco my father smoked, and uh, it's it's strange because when I see uh, on other pipe smokers that try every, that try each week another tobacco, other yeah. plants, and so on, but it's not my way of of, of smoking. I I'm just always with the same brand. Which is shippers. Say that again. I'm... Shippers. Okay, and is it a flavored tobacco or? A... Uh, it, it's no, it's not. It's not an aromatic. Yeah. It's. Uh, it's. I don't know. It's uh, on base. It's Virginia with some peric inside. Oh, okay. But I, I tried other tobaccos, of course, French tobacco, or uh, when I was in England with uh, tobaccos with Latakia, Latakia blend, and things like that, a Belgium tobacco. Yeah. But I always return to this one. 
it, it always tastes the best. It's psychanalytic because my 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 father smoked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, did you end up buying a lot of pipes over your time? Yeah, I began to the the the, the things with the the, the pipes on, on the web with a blog, and that was the same times, two thousand six when I began to buy estate pipes on eBay. And, uh, well, I have a collection of about, I don't know, let me look around me, uh, let's <laughs> say 30, 30 or 40 pipes. And uh, I stopped this when I, uh, I was involved with the pipe, pipe field site because I, it was an addiction to buy more and more estate pipes, and I thought it was it must stop because uh, it was too much. You see. <laughs> and um, it's an addiction. Like yeah. tobacco is a, is, a, is an addi addiction. Collecting pipes is is an addiction too. And uh, well, uh, yes, I have about 30 or 40 pipes. Do you have any pipes from your father? Ah, yeah, I had, I had okay. some of them, but uh, uh, they, they were not very good, you know. <laughs> so, so he, so your father maybe did, he had a great taste for tobacco, but maybe not the best for selecting a pipe perhaps yes yeah. but i remember one pipe he had who, who really fascinated me it was a leather clad pipe and yeah. uh i i have i have bought some leather clad pipe i don't smoke them very much they are not in the 30 or 40 uh, rotation pipe i mentioned before but uh, these leather-clad pipes, which usually are rather cheap pipes, I have about 10 or 15, 12, a dozen of, of them. I think they are very interesting. Now, why begin the website PipeFill? That you, you said it was for you to blog a little, but then you started taking pictures and was the yeah yeah when i when i was hunting pipe on ebay i i wanted to to, to look for the brand and the, the, the most interest the most evident thing you see on a pipe which indicates you the brand is the logo on the stem yeah and after some months i was rather confused puzzled by all this logo and i took some notes and uh, these notes become become more and more bigger, and I, well, I, I think it it was perhaps inter if I if I had this this problem with recognize the brands, maybe other people had this problem too. Yeah. So I began to on a blog, I uh, I to uh, I began to show and display all these uh, logos on the stem. It, it, 
it was graphic, use graphical. I yeah. don't know the right word. Yeah, um, perfect. Graphical. So it's graphical things always interested me. And uh, so from day to day, month to month, it began bigger and bigger. And at one time, the blog was no more the good, the good way to to display all this and began to well, to, to, to build up a, a website. We will take a break right here. When we come back, we will talk more with Richard and about pipe fill. So please stay with us. We will return in just a moment. A Savinelli pipe is a testament to a long legacy, fortified by well-worn hands and destined to be enjoyed for generations. For over 150 years, Savinelli has been dedicated to sourcing the world's finest briar, committed to pushing the boundaries of pipe design, and devoted to the tradition of Italian pipe making. Savinelli is more than a mark. They're a way to help you make your mark. And like you, there can only be one Savinelli. And we are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show, visiting with the creator and founder of Pipefill.eu, Richard Ferber from Strasbourg, France. Um, Richard, one question, does Strasbourg, because of the German border, is there some German influence in the food and the culture of Strasbourg? Yeah, completely. You know, uh, this re region, which is called Alsace, went from German to French to German um, about four times during the last century, you see. So people here speak French. I will, I will tell you my, my mother language. The language my mother told me is not French. It's a German dialect. Everybody speaks, not everybody, but a lot of people speak this German dialect in this, what is now a French region. And uh, of course, we, we the, the German influence is, is, let's say, was very strong. And uh, for instance, my, my name is, is a German name, yeah. which means the one of... Uh, how do you say, um, le teinturier, uh, the, the man who puts color on the clothes. The dye, the dye maker. A dye maker. Ferber yeah. means a dye maker. And uh, in, the, in what we eat, of course, uh, sauerkraut is uh, it's typically... Uh, um, something we eat here, and but uh, it's not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of specialties um, in Alsace, which is the region name we eat, and it's a wine region, white wine re region. Uh, yes, uh, the, the German influence was, uh, is and was uh, very important. So Strasbourg is a good place to come and get a good French wine and maybe have a good Pilsner beer at the same time. Yeah, it's a beer region too. It's uh, 
we, we enjoy very much the the beer which is uh, with the name which is made uh, in in the region but german germany is interested interesting for us because when i have to 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 buy tobacco or pipe cleaners or uh, uh, pipe tampers I always go to, I just cross the border because uh, the tobacco shops, there is a very good tobacco shop just in, on the other side of the Rhine River. Ah. So we, we, it's not, it's not possible now that uh, we are confined uh, yeah. to our countries, but uh, it's very easy to, to cross the border. Is, uh, and the restaurants and the cafes, is it possible to sit outside and smoke your pipe? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's, would, because is it forbidden in the States? In, in some, oh. yes. Yeah, really? Yeah. What a crap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It, of course we can, we, you may smoke outside the restaurant or outside the tube, how we call them, on the terrace, you may smoke uh, how much and where you want, yes. Ah. No, problem. no problem on this side. And, and the reason I say Viva la France. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Going back to pipe fill, so you, you began and then did you start looking for pictures and images on on the internet and create the create the catalog of the website yes the picture are stolen from internet yeah. from ebay I, I thought it was a pity that all this picture uh, stayed on the on ebay let's say uh, a month near well, a month or something like that, and after this, you can't go, you can't have any access to this iconography. So, I took the liberty. I I I, I felt free to to pick them. And by the way, thank you all these marvelous pipe sellers who photographed these pipes and. I pick them and uh, not always asking for the authorization. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, well, I thought that that's a very big resource. And as I was used with, uh, I was yeah used to to use uh, Photoshop. It was rather rather easy for me to 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 cut uh, the pics and to to arrange them for publication for editing for 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 putting them on the on the on the website site i don't know if i was clear yeah no yeah. perfect perfectly clear and thank you for stealing the photography because yeah. <laughs> you it's okay for for what you're doing because you don't sell any pipes you are just listing this yeah. for historical purposes 
And again, it's been in my years in the pipe hobby and in the industry, it's been a great resource for us, uh, including your Dunhill dating guide, which is the e easiest to use. But that that must have been a lot of work to create and resource. Now, do you think how do you know how I had this idea of making this uh, downhill dating guide? It was uh, I am interested in botany, you see, yeah. because I'm, I'm growing bonsai and you know this Japanese little dwarf. Yeah, uh, but I am interested in botany and. The botany case, the, the determination case, are made of this mo model. I, I thought it was interesting to take this model and to apply them to Dunhill dating. And uh, I think it, it worked rather well. And uh, of course, there are some obscure downhill pipes which you cannot identify with the system but i would say that 95% of the pipes are maybe identified with this uh, it's some kind of of tree of of determination yeah it it is a fabulous displayed way of seeing as much as possible of a very complicated company history all all in one page um, are there pipes or pictures of pipes that you are still looking for for the website no i i stopped maintaining the website in the 2013 i I could have continued, but I, I became aware, aware yeah. that uh, that uh, it's uh, it's a job without end. <laughs> and at this time, I got retired, and uh, I one day as I, I told to me that no, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I run. I maintained this site during seven years, and uh, the 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 more the more time time elapsed, the more the, there was just details I, I changed. Yeah. But uh, I thought it must be a time to stop it, and and no, it's it. I do not maintain it anymore. What did you do for a profession? Oh, I was a teacher and a researcher at the, at the university. So doing, but, so but, doing well, research. It's a bit complicated. It's a bit complicated. But I've, I, I've got a PhD in nuclear physics oh, wow. and <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the 70s. And um, I, uh, well, one day, I, with all the nuclear problems, I said that it was enough with uh, nuclear, and I went to teach at to teach at college. And after this, the university recalled me, and I, I dealt at the university with uh, 
no more physics. It was it was uh, distance distance learning with uh, the new technologies and, and things like uh, like that. That's why it was rather easy for me to build a website website because all this technology uh, I was very fam familiar with with these things. But uh, yes, I the. My, my professional life is a, is a bit complicated from physics to educational sciences. It's a, it's a long trip, you see. <laughs> so so, so I, I, in the United States, there's a common saying that will say it's not rocket science, but in this case, it's nuclear physics, which is... Yeah, which explains why it was easy for you to build a website and look at all these different logos and organize this because you're used to doing a lot of detailed, important research and testings. And so that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm sure, well, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of the original nuclear physicists were uh, pipe smokers. Like, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, when I study nuclear physics, I know that all, everybody smoked the pipe. That's, that was about in the beginning of the 70s. And uh, everybody smoked the pipe, the pipe because Einstein smoked the pipe. Yeah. Um, now, with the website, so it's just sitting there and nobody is adding to it anymore at this point? Yes. That's right. So if somebody wanted to help you with that, could they reach out to you and maybe help you with it? Uh, from time to time, I've got mails with people who send me very kindly uh, pictures and or asking, more usually asking me for dating pipes or giving some information about, about, about pipes. But... Uh, it would be complicated to to give all the code yeah. to somebody because my my code is not referenced and it's a uh, some it's a big spaghetti plate you <laughs> see <laughs> and uh, it's not easy to uh, to 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 update and to continue a self-made web website yeah so, so we will enjoy it while we will enjoy it with everything that's on it right now. There are thousands of pictures, uh, you know, hundreds of different logos. Uh, and I think it's perfect that this website is also from the birthplace of the Briar Pipe, which is just north of you in St. Cloud. Uh, which is south of me. South of you. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I need it's, not very, it's about 300 kilometers by car. It's not very far away. Oh, yes, I, I need to double check my geography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how often do you smoke a pipe now? Too much. <laughs> all day? Is that all day or a couple yeah, of times? Of course, in yeah, I, I smoke... Let's say uh, I don't want to cheat, but I smoke more than 10 pipes a day. Oh, my hero. 
No, it's not a hero. It's too much. But as I told you, my pups are, have a very little fullness. Fu- yeah. Uh, a very little bone. Yep. Uh, during this time, since we are uh, confined, are you? Do you have enough tobacco to make it for a while? Well, the tobacco shops are open. And okay, I can, good. I can buy my tobacco. It's just around the corner. That's that's not a problem. The problem is that I smoke too much. <laughs> and- I smoke addictively. Well, and in France, the pipe tobacco is not very uh, economical either. Oh yeah, it's very. It, it begins to, to, well, my my pipe budget in in, in the months is is growing dangerously. You know? <laughs> well, Richard, we will finish this up with the fast five final questions, and these are there is no right answer, no wrong answer, just your answer. Are you ready? Yeah. What is your favorite pipe? Oh, uh, my favorite pipe, it's, it's a pipe from Saint-Claude, France. Uh, I've got Dunhills, but I prefer this one but because it has just the, the good capacity of loading, tobacco lo- loading, and uh, it's, a, it's a, a rather cheap Dr. Plum. You know? <laughs> but it's the one you like. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And what is your favorite tobacco? Well, it's a, it's a tobacco. I think it comes from uh, it's it's planted in Denmark, and its name is Shippers. And what is your favorite drink? Oh, wine, red wine, Bourgogne. And when it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? Music. Any any particular style of music? Yeah, two styles, jazz or classic music. Or let's be more precise, baroque music. Baroque. I like Handel, I like Jean-Sébastien Bach, yeah. I like, uh, but jazz... I like the, the bebop period. I like it very much. And then finally, do you have a favorite pipe smoking related memory? Uh, I like smoking pipe when I'm walking in a forest, when I'm alone, and I, I like smoking pipe when I rest on a, on a grass or on, on, on grass in the in, in, in the nature, that that's uh, yeah. the, the most interesting moment of smoking pipe for me. The nuclear physicist who enjoys botany and being out in nature is the sounds like a uh, like like a very balanced and uh, and perfect perfect person. If you tell it, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, thank you very much for joining me. And again, thank you for the website and for all the work you did on Pipe Phil. And I wish you all the best during this and uh, health and happiness. It was a pleasure. Thanks, uh, Thanks to you having 
invited me to this uh, show and I enjoy it very much. Thanks very much. And we'll be back in just a minute. Meet Aaron, one of the most important people at SmokingPipes.com. In our shipping department, he's one of the cogs in the highly efficient wheel, if you will, that's responsible for making sure your order goes out right every time. Ain't that right, Aaron? I don't know all about that cog and wheel stuff, but I do know at SmokingPipes.com, I take my work very seriously. Pulling tents of tobacco, weighing bulk tobacco, triple checking orders, and getting them out the door. Since it's so easy to order from SmokingPipes.com, you're keeping Aaron pretty darn busy. Look at him go, go, go. <laughs> In fact, it's been a challenge to get him to stop long enough to say hello. But Aaron doesn't mind. He loves his job at SmokingPipes.com. Why is that, Aaron? Because I don't just ship pipes. I smoke them. Gotta run. <laughs> just log on to SmokingPipes.com or call us at 1-888-366-0345. We are quality. We are experts. We are SmokingPipes.com. This is Internet Radio. And we are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show. Uh, you know, I really hope that maybe uh, maybe one of you computer techie geeky people out there can uh, hook up with uh, Richard and uh, hopefully save or keep uh, pipefill.eu going. In the meantime, do check it out. I mean, there is a ton of stuff on there to look at and uh, logos, uh, you know, logos on stems and all kinds of stuff. So it's a it's a great website and a lot of fun. I'd really hate to see it go away. And uh, thank you again to Richard for putting it together. All right, for music based off of uh, based off of Richard's inspiration of his love of Baroque music, and the fact that we probably need a little bit of happiness in our lives right now. Uh, this is a Disney song from the movie Bambi. It's called Little April Shower, but this is off of the album Hi-Ho Mozart, which is Disney songs done in uh, classical styles, and this one is in the style of Handel, a, uh, a Baroque composer.
again, that is uh, April Showers from the movie Bambi off of the album Hi-Ho Mozart. You can find it on Spotify like I did, or you can buy a copy of it like I did a long time ago and actually have the actual physical CD because that's the way I am. Um, anyway, April Showers should bring May flowers, and uh, we're right in the middle of April here, and right now I'd like a nice... Uh, April shower to wash all the pollen off of everything. What's this? A letter for me. And remember, if you have comments or questions, email me, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at PipesMagazine.com, or go to PipesMagazine.com and post them on the radio show page, just like uh, these fine folks did. Uh, Crash the Gray writes, I love the drink pairing idea. Very good segment. Glad you like it. We got a couple more coming. Uh, The interview is a bit on the negative side, but it is good information to know. Great song choice this week. Stay healthy and sane through all this insanity. Yeah, and insanity runs amok, uh, especially with all the tobacco legislation, too. Um, Ira, the writing rabbi, says, another great episode. I only wish we would have heard more about the other tobaccos in the new blend aside from the ancient one. And I'll uh, I'll interrupt what he wrote there to say... Uh, possibly there's a reason why Pear didn't mention it. Could be, um, you know, the three letters that start with F and uh, end with A and have a D in the middle. Could be. Uh, don't know. Possible. Um, and then he goes on to write, uh, and what is, and what it's going to be called. Yeah, it'll be an HH. So we'll watch for that. Hopefully we can get it here. Uh, drink pairings were interesting. Satchmo is always great. I really enjoyed the discussion on Friday in the bonus episode. Keep up the good work, Ira. We uh, certainly will. Uh, Cortez Attic writes, um, I wish Levine would stop winging it and organize his interviews using an, an agenda. Impromptu discussions are homey, but with limited time, important points can be omitted inadvertently. Today he failed to ask Jensen... What other tobacco leaf uh, is blended in with the new <laughs> Nicotina Rustica product? Who wouldn't want to know that? Well, I think I kind of addressed that before. And uh, now I have a little bit of an agenda. And sometimes I like to wing it because sometimes the uh, person that I'm talking to says something interesting and I want to go off on that. Uh, Casey Ghost writes, uh, vodka and watermelon might be a fine beverage, but for me it would be akin to sacrilege. <laughs> Pear, as usual, gave an excellent interview. Satchmo is never bad. There you go. Uh, again, comments or questions, email me, brian at pipesmagazine.com. Post them on the Pipes Magazine radio show page, and we'll get them read here. Uh, not, uh, not too many of us are traveling right now, but here's a little travel advice for you especially here in the United States, your uh, local police department or sheriff's office, uh, 90% of them have a way for you to notify them online that you're going to be traveling. So you go to their, you go to the police department or the, uh, or the sheriff's website, and there's a vacation notice in there. And you fill out that vacation notice. Tell them when and where you're going to be. Tell them if there's any people that are authorized to be on the property during that time. And they will then come by and uh, check on your place a little more often. Or they'll know that, for example, if you have an alarm, 
that you're traveling and that means immediate response. So again, when you're traveling, if you're going to be gone, you know, for an overnight or a couple of days, whatever it is, let your local police department or sheriff know about it and then they can respond out faster to you. Uh, and again, uh, when you're ready to travel again, reach out to me first, brian.levine at mei-travel.com. There should be some, uh, you know, there should be some good deals when, uh, when things get back to whatever the new normal is. Um, again, ratings and reviews on iTunes are much appreciated, and JDRF auctions are very much appreciated as well. All right, in uh, just a moment, a... Uh, friendly reminder in the rave time. This is Phil Morgan, General Manager of Missouri Meerschaum Corncob Pipes in Washington, Missouri. Our mission since 1869 has been to produce great smoking pipes that anyone can afford. We guarantee our pipes won't be your most expensive, but they just might be the ones you smoke the most. At Missouri Meerschaum Company, we don't just sell our corncob pipes. We grow them, make them, and smoke them. Missouri Meerschaum, Washington, Missouri, since 1869. have I been saying get out and smoke your pipe and get out and smoke your pipe in public and be seen and let uh, everyone around you see what a pipe smoker looks like well now is nowadays it's more important than ever for us to get outside get some time outside walking in our neighborhoods you know doing doing what we can to uh, get outside get some air get some sunshine on us well take your pipe with you because first of all, taking your pipe with you and smoking your pipe while you're walking around will keep the anti-smokers way far away from you. But second of all, it'll show people what a pipe smoker looks like. And there, to me, there's nothing better than going out for a walk and smoking my pipe as I go. I'll load the pipe before I leave the house. I'll bring a tamper and a lighter and I'll put a pipe cleaner behind my ear and off we will go for a half hour 45 minutes whatever it is with our with my pipe it was a couple days ago we were out walking in the neighborhood walked by a, a couple of uh, young guys that were hanging out and uh, chatting and yeah and they commented on my pipe turns out that they are um, you know starting the hobby of pipe smoking and i was able to talk to them from a safe distance talk to them about pipe smoking and talk to them about the radio show and about pipes magazine so that they could get some better information uh but again it was just getting out getting air i've been trying to do that every day and getting out there and walking around with my pipe firmly planted in my face and puffing away and now more than ever it's the perfect time to do that and it's even more important than you know to get outside get some you know get some sunshine get around the block with your pipe and maybe make two three trips around the block with your pipe and puff smoke and if anybody asks about it stop and talk to them about your pipe and your pipe tobacco and pipe smoking and it's a great way to spread the uh yeah spread the cheer 
Um, if you're looking for connection with people, there's several really good groups on Facebook. And then, of course, there's the Pipes Magazine forums where you can get on there and chat with people and get connected. Uh, a couple of the groups are a couple of the... Uh, uh, the the real the the real world based pipe clubs are doing virtual meetups. So hook up with one of them and get yourself some virtual time with some pipe folks. Uh, if any of you are uh, feeling lonely or blue, reach out to me. I'll be your pipe smoking buddy. I promise. But it's important that we do that. It's important that we stay connected. It's important that we get outside, get some fresh air, get some wandering around, and take your pipe with you while you go. And let everybody see what a pipe smoker looks like and answer all their questions about it. Uh, please make sure that you are continuing to share the Pipes Magazine radio show on all your social medias and to all your friends and enemies. Let them know about it. Helps uh, spread the show, you know, helps keep the show going and get people to listen to it. I want to thank uh, Jeff for joining me for another Ask the Pipe Maker. And if you have more of those, send them in to me. I'd like to thank Richard for joining me and all of you for tuning in. Until next time. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. Happy Systems got more bugs than a bait store. <laughs>